Hey there, and welcome back to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Today's episode is all about social media habits that you should adopt right now as a beauty pro, okay? This is a mixture of actionable tips that you can apply that will help you attract more of your dream clients, as well as a breakdown of some of the things that I see in our industry happening right now in the social media space that maybe are not altogether healthy and are probably contributing to some of the burnout and this epidemic of feeling like you're not good enough that I keep seeing in our industry that honestly, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be this way. I know that for myself and for many of my students, social media has allowed us to build businesses that we love and work with and connect with people that really align with our goals as business owners and as human beings. So there is a really positive side to learning how to properly use social media. But there's also a dark side, which I am going to be addressing today, as well as giving you some actionable solutions so that you can continue to market your business without the feeling of burnout and stress. I'm going to give you a combination of some tough love, some actionable steps, and some mindset tricks today, and I am really, really excited for the impact that this episode is going to have on your business and your well-being because both of those things are important and really can't exist without one another. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode all about positive social media habits that you should adopt as a hairstylist right now. You're listening to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Here we talk about creating a career you love. We go deep into mindset, marketing, business, and life as a hairstylist. I'm your host, Jody Brown, a hairstylist veteran turned branding and marketing mentor for ambitious, inspired beauty pros like you. On this podcast, we share the real stories of leaders within the beauty industry and actionable trainings that leave you with the tools and guidance that will inspire you to build your best life as a hairstylist. From branding, business, and marketing to mindset, life, and finding fulfillment, no topic is off limits here. Get ready to be educated and inspired. This is the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. As you know, the habit conversation is everywhere these days. In both business and personal development circles, and even it's it's going outside of that now, and it's for a really good reason. I want to share a quote from F.M. Alexander. People do not decide their futures, they decide their habits, and their habits decide their futures. This applies to the results you get from your social media efforts as well. It's not about working the hardest, hustling to create the most content, spending the most time on your phone. Those kinds of goals are a one-way ticket to burnout. And also, it's just not important if you are using Instagram as a marketing channel in order to connect with and book dream clients. I want to be part of changing the hustle culture narrative because it's not serving you or anyone else. I want you to know that all the advice out there saying that you need to post three times a day to grow 
whatever that means on social media is not exactly relevant to you as a hairstylist. And even the best intentioned educators are sharing information when it comes to reels and content creation that is honestly more hurtful than helpful for local businesses like hairstylists looking to grow a clientele. How much is a viral reel and getting 100,000 followers going to help you if you're predominantly looking to reach local people? This is a rhetorical question, my friend, because it will not. Instead, I want you to ask yourself some questions to get laser focused and leverage social media to grow your business instead of just stroking your ego. (laughs) I got to give you a little tough love here. There's no shade because we've all fallen into the vanity metrics trap from time to time. I have definitely been there. And so I don't say this to make you feel bad. I say this to just call a spade a spade because at the end of the day, there is another way, a way that's going to be more effective and a lot easier on your mental health. I've said this before and it bears repeating. If you're feeling burnt out and stressed when you think about social media, For your business as a hairstylist, it's likely not the content creation that's doing it. It's what you are consuming. If you can take notes right now while you're listening, if not, it's okay. Come back to this. Write the answers to these questions down. When it comes to social media, where is your energy focused? What are you spending most of your social media time on? What accounts do you follow? And are you actually creating content that's going to speak to and attract your ideal clients? I am here to cut the clickbait and give you the real strategies and advice to market your beauty business on Instagram and beyond. So I'm excited to dive into the habits that you should adopt as a hairstylist using social media as a marketing tool right now. Okay. I want you to implement this as soon as possible. Number one, unfollow the accounts that make you feel crappy. Okay. This might be an unpopular opinion, but you are in control of your experience on social media. The accounts you follow, engage with, and the content you consume is what feeds the algorithm after all. Cause I know I'm going to get some people saying, okay, but Instagram recommends all this stuff that I don't want to see, which is absolutely accurate and valid. And that happens, but you're able to see say things like see less posts like this. If you top tap on those three little dots at the top right corner, and the more you consume the things that you enjoy, and the more that you engage with content that that resonates with you, the more of that stuff Instagram is going to recommend. And they have rolled it back a little bit, the recommendations. So this is definitely something that is still possible. You can start to curate a feed that inspires rather than drains you. And when I say feed, I mean when you're scrolling, not your grid on your profile. Um, But it can, you can curate it to inspire you rather than drain you so that when you inevitably do start scrolling once in a while, it's not creating that imposter syndrome and self-doubt. There are a few specific kinds of accounts that you may not realize are draining you and impacting your mental health. So I want to dive into that today. But I'm going to preface this by saying we are all different, okay? So the things that trigger you and trigger that self-doubt and imposter syndrome for you are going to be unique and they're going to be different. So I've just rounded up some of the 
most popular ones that in my conversations with stylists and my friends in the industry, these are the ones that, and also that I see the most conversations, negative conversations happening around. So I want to present those to you just in case that is something that resonates with you. If you are listening to this and you're like, no, I love those, this kind of account, that's absolutely fine. It's not, this is not a must do. This is finding what is going to, again, the accounts that make you feel less than or distract you or make you feel just in any way icky, that's what I want you to think about. So I'm just going to give you some examples here. Any accounts essentially that com- that trigger comparison syndrome or make you feel like crap about yourself, okay? This might be repost pages who make you feel as though you're not good enough because you aren't being reposted as much as another stylist. Now, listen, if you like entering competitions or creating content, then I love that for you. I think that's a fun way to use social if that's what you enjoy. But it is fully and completely optional, okay? I've seen a lot of conversations surrounding this lately, and I want you to realize that it is optional. It's totally okay if you're just on social media to grow your business and connect with people that inspire you. It's okay to not care even a little bit about industry clout or reposts, okay? It's okay to focus on your clients and connection instead of internet validation. And I would say (laughs) it's not just okay. I would recommend doing so. Um, I've seen a lot of conversations, like I said, happening in regards to the contests that are taking place on social. And a common theme that I'm seeing is that stylists are feeling obligated to participate. So they're feeling a sense of FOMO if they don't get enough time to get content from clients. And there's also a lack of transparency surrounding the fact that a lot of the contests are entered using models, okay, which is great. I Again, I have no issue with the concept of this. I have an issue that there are people who think that they have to do this and it's making them feel less than and it's making them feel not good enough because at the end of the day, that's it's just not true, okay? Um. And I just want to be, again, very clear. This type of thing is absolutely not mandatory. If you feel stressed or obligated or in any way negatively impacted by competition, you get to opt out of it. There is nothing wrong with showing off your talent and entering contests if you want to, and you have the extra capacity and desire to work with models and create content, but that is a whole other thing outside of your job as a stylist. And it's not mandatory for you to take on that job. I want you to know that. Um, Please remember, there are a whole bunch of very successful people in our industry who never even think about things like that and have thriving businesses, okay? Competitions are an option, not an obligation. And I would encourage you to unfollow, mute, or even block if you're feeling really really some type of way about it. Anything that distracts you from your true purpose, your goals, and anything that disturbs your peace. Okay. I want to just give you that permission slip, not that you need it, but I want to give that to you right now to just release yourself from these almost fabricated um, obligations that a lot of A lot of stylists in our industry I'm seeing are placing upon themselves because you are already good enough, okay? You already are good enough. You do not need this validation to prove anything to anyone, okay? So I just wanted to make that very, very clear. Nothing against 
contests or being proud of showing off your work. I really, really love that. And I think, you know, it's a great way to have fun, but as long as it is fun, it has to be fun for you. Okay. And the next type of page to unfollow might be brands that don't align with your values or feel gross energetically. Okay. Have no shame in your unfollow game. (laughs) Another thing to watch for are accounts that are educational, but not relevant. All following a ton of accounts like this will do is make you feel like you're not doing enough or being enough and fill your calendar or your to-do list with things that don't actually move the needle in your business. So again, if you are, have the goal of attracting more dream clients, niching into a specific service, any of those kinds of things, then, you know, a lot of the social media education online is not really going to apply to you. And it's okay to opt out of it and just follow one or two educators that are really sharing relevant information that will help you get closer to your goals. All right. The thing is that your brain can only absorb so much information you can only implement so much knowledge. So instead of getting distracted and learning, I'm putting that in quotations because it's very service, about a whole bunch of things that you should be doing, I recommend getting specific. And again, choosing to follow educators who resonate with you and who teach things that are relevant to your goals. You don't need to spend a ton of energy feeling like you need to create viral content or get hundreds of thousands of followers if you are trying to attract local clients as a hairstylist. If your goal is to become an influencer or work with brands, that's great. And you are going to have a different strategy, but get clear on that goal and start taking that aligned action to get you there, no matter what that goal looks like for you. Okay. If there are accounts that consistently post content that triggers you or force feeds you an opinion that makes you feel gross. I also want to remind you again, you are in the driver's seat and you get to opt out. So there you have it. The first social media habit to adopt is curating your scroll to be a source of inspiration, education, and joy instead of anxiety, comparison, and imposter syndrome. Just a quick warning though, don't unfollow too many accounts at once. I recommend just going through your feed and removing anything that hits these points over time. Let it happen organically. Um, And this habit is a big one because the content we consume can have a huge impact on our mental health and well-being. Think about how much better you feel when you eat nourishing foods and move your body and get enough sleep. That is, those are all important habits and, you know, making sure that we're consuming things that aren't constantly triggering anxiety and self-doubt is another really important thing for your well-being. So moving on to the second social media habit hairstylists should implement right now, share social proof to turn followers into clients. This is such a powerful tool that barely anyone in our industry is doing. Share words about how great your work and guest experience are in the form of testimonials. It has a big impact when you share social proof or how great it is to work with you. Think about this. If Angela is looking for a new hairstylist because she doesn't feel heard by her current stylist and feels like she's being rushed in and out, and then you share a testimonial from Susie who says, saying that she loves getting her hair done by you because you take the time to listen to what she truly wants. She feels valued and she always loves the final result. Those words are really going to resonate when Angela reads them. 
because that's what she's looking for, right? She's not happy with her current situation for that exact reason. Now, do these posts always get a ton of engagement? No, they usually don't actually. But if the real goal is attracting your dream clients and building your bank account, that's totally irrelevant. You can gather a collection of amazing testimonials from your clients and create a highlight cover or a pinned post to showcase how much your clients love you and give new clients supreme confidence when they sit in your chair. All right. This is a really, this is one that you can implement really quickly and will definitely make an impact on the actual booking side of things. The third habit I want you to focus in on is consistently communicating your brand values and guest experience, okay? I've said this before and I'll say it again. It's about more than just hair, all right? In hair school and at the beginning of my apprenticeship, which is like, oh my God, a decade and a half ago at this point, (laughs) more than that actually, I remember hearing frequently from more experienced hairstylists who had built clientele's, it's about more than their hair, was the main message, meaning that skill was important, but not everything. This is something that my mom had said to me so many times as well, because if you haven't, if you are maybe new to the podcast or you didn't catch the episode, I'm actually a second generation hairstylist. So my mom, I've never worked for her um, because she was done owning salons by the time I finished hair school, but she actually purchased her first salon when she was 21 years old back in England. She started as a shampoo girl when she was 11 years old on the weekends as a way to make some extra money during school. And so she has been in our industry so many times. She's owned salons back in the UK where we're from. She owned salons once we moved to Canada. And she has a ton of experience in this industry. We've moved around quite a bit. And so she's rebuilt clientele's, you know, everywhere we've been. And one of the things I remember her telling me at the very beginning of my journey in the beauty industry was that it is about more than just hair. It's about the connections. It's about the way that, you know, we make people feel. It's so, so much more than just the end result. And back when I first started doing hair, we built our clientele's very differently. Okay. We didn't have social media or any of those things, but personality and reputation were still king. We're now in a space in our industry where clients and stylists can be mega picky about who they work with. And your personal brand, now that we have shifted into this digital marketing age, is what sets you apart and learning how to influence other people's perception to attract people who align with your values and how you want to work is basically the magic wand to a fulfilling career in this industry, okay? But hear me when I say this. It's not enough for you to be clear on your brand values and guest experience. You actually have to communicate these vital things to your dream clients in your marketing. There's no point keeping this your best kept secret, okay? 71% of consumers, according to a consumer trends report done in 2020, are actively looking to make purchases from brands that align with their values. That is a huge number, and I can only see this going up because honestly, the marketplace, there's more and more options for people, right? So there's going to start to be different deciding factors. I dive really deep in into how to do this inside my program, um, Beauty Biz Brand Academy, because it's so important when it comes to building an aligned business. But I also want to give you a few of these tips right here. 
Firstly, get clear on your brand values and then objectively scan through your marketing materials and check if it's coming through. Check if it's in alignment, okay? If you're too close to your own stuff, try asking your business coach or a really honest friend who preferably isn't in our industry for feedback. I'm going to give you an example here. Say environmental sustainability is something that you're passionate about and you know this is important to your dream clients. Say that your salon embodies that by, for example, being a green circle salon and carrying a brand that is committed to offsetting their impact on the environment. Instead of just telling people you're committed to sustainability, try showing them what you're doing about it. It's going to be so much more powerful. It's not enough to post about this once and think that people will understand what you're about. Like, I think sometimes, you know, we think, oh, I posted about that a month ago. Like, everyone will see it. And really, that's not the case because we know that they're not going to go back that far. So a content plan that focuses in on your values is vital so that you know it's coming through consistently in your content. The same is true for guest experience. The goal here is to allow potential clients to picture themselves inside your space, to show the special experience that you create and what new clients can expect aside from just great hair. I want to share one of my favorite quotes from Maya Angelou. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. That, my friend, is why your guest experience is so important. Lead with it because it's likely one of the biggest reasons your existing dream clients love you so much. So why keep it a secret until someone sits in your chair when instead it could be the reason someone sits in your chair? All right, let's move on to the fourth social media habit you want to practice as a hairstylist right now. Focus on connection over perfection. All right, here's the thing. Sadly, because of how social media was taught for a really long time, plus a lot of our natural tendency as artists to be self-critical, perfection became the name of the game when it comes to social media. And a lot of stylists still feel that way. Maybe you can relate. Are you apprehensive or scared to show your true self on social media because you're worried it might turn some people off? You don't have to share this with me, but you know, I'd love if you, if this resonates with you, send me a DM on Instagram at it's Jody Brown. Let's chat about it. Or just silently, you know, raise your hand in your head. <laughs> Here's the thing about turning people off, right? That's exactly the point. Now, when I say showing your true self, I'm not talking about sharing your entire life on your page and not having boundaries. I'm talking about embracing the things that make you unique and getting really clear on your personal brand. There's a lot of confusion around what being real and authentic, which I know is a buzzword, but it's a buzzword because it's important, right? About what that means when it comes to marketing your business. So if you're wondering where that line is, guess what? That is totally normal to wonder that. <laughs> and here's how I like to approach this. Think about the end goal. If you are using your social media as a marketing tool to attract new clients into your business, what is the end game of that strategy? The end game is that they meet you. If you're successful attracting that client, they will sit in your chair, right? So showing off the personality you share with your clients when they sit in your chair 
And literally everyone has a personality, so no excuses here. And filtering it through a, what would my clients and I talk about? Or how would I approach conversations with a client is a great place to start if you're struggling with finding your voice or being quote unquote authentic on social media. The truth is you couldn't possibly, and this is something that's obvious, but I I really, really want to state this here. You couldn't possibly do everyone's hair even everyone in your direct area, if you tried. So why are you scared to repel the wrong clients? Until I want you to really think about this, and this is this would be a really good journal prompt if you are wanting to kind of dive into this a little bit. Why are you scared to repel the wrong clients if you know that you can't possibly do everyone's hair? Because here's the thing. Until you let go of this fear You will struggle to create a personal brand that's specific and authentic enough to attract your most dreamy, fulfilling, and loyal clients. Because you don't need to attract all clients, just the right ones. So again, focus on connection instead of trying to attain some mythical level of Instagram perfection that doesn't really exist, okay? And all right, the final habit that I want you to embrace on social media as a hairstylist is examine your mindset and quit stressing about the algorithm because you cannot control it, okay? There are best practices, but like I'm talking about the conversations about, oh, like we hate the algorithm and it's screwing everything up and all of this stuff because yes, reach on Instagram has declined. But is it still a free platform that allows you to connect with people in your area? Yes. Just because we're not seeing maybe some of the huge numbers that we were seeing at the beginning of when Reels launched, is it still worth doing it? Absolutely, because it's about reaching the right people, like we said in the last habit, not everyone. When it comes to anything in life, your attitude and energy will impact your results. And I need to give you some tough love here, okay? This For anyone who needs to hear this, this applies to marketing on social media and basically every other aspect of your business. And look, I have to give myself this pep talk all the time. I constantly, you know, I'm referring back to some of my favorite books on giving myself a reality check because even if you are someone who is, you know, worked on your mindset and and really gotten into personal development, this is not something that's going to go away. Those inner voices will continue to pop up every once in a while. And it's just about being intentional, right? So let me just repeat, when it comes to anything in life, your attitude and energy will impact your results. And this applies to marketing on social media and basically every other aspect of your business. You know that I say this with all the love, but if you're going to continue growing your business, the task of marketing isn't going to go away. I'll be the first to tell you when this changes, but currently Instagram is one of the best ways to get in front of new potential ideal clients. What if you started thinking of Instagram and the task of marketing as an asset instead of a burden? You have the unprecedented ability to target your dream clients and build your business on your own terms. This was not available when I entered the industry and how freaking amazing is it that you get to be in the driver's seat? You have this amazing ability and this is the theme of this episode really is that you are in control and that is a beautiful thing. So maybe don't engage to 
beat the algorithm, quote unquote. Maybe engage to build a stronger connection with your community and potential clients. Maybe focusing on the social part of social media and appreciate it as a way to establish yourself and grow your business. And like I said in this episode, I won't deny there can be unhealthy aspects as we've covered, but again, you are in control. There is a mute button. And after listening to this episode, you know now that curating your Instagram scroll to be a source of inspiration is possible. And to be honest, you don't even have to scroll on Instagram to create content and use it as a marketing channel. For me and my students and clients, the positives have been huge. So be intentional about using Instagram as a tool, be mindful of burnout, and rest when you need to. I want to share some of these wins as a reminder of things that would have never been possible or would have taken a really long time to get off the ground without the availability of a platform like Instagram. I built my dream clientele behind the chair, and then I pivoted and have been able to help and support so many amazing hairstylists, educators, and beauty pros. I've been able to connect with other inspiring educators and help them grow their impact and positive influence on the industry, and I'm immensely grateful for that. I've also met some really amazing people who I now consider friends. I learned how to harness the power of creating an authentic brand, shared my values and voice with the people who needed to hear it, and now I get to teach other stylists to do the same, which gives them an unprecedented level of control over their careers. To me, that is magic, okay? That is worth the little bit of effort to use it in a way that works well for you. And I want to touch on like long-term stress versus short-term stress. So using, learning to use Instagram, just like any new skill to market your business or learning to market your business in general might feel hard at first, right? However, the long-term stress of always feeling not good enough or, you know, not having the dream clients that you want or the business that fulfills you is going to be much more harmful to you and your, on a personal level and on a financial level. So I want you to keep that in mind. And let's reframe here. Instagram and social media and the ability to market ourselves digitally allows you opportunities you wouldn't have had before in the hair industry. And there is support out there for you to learn how to use it. That's why I started this business. So the takeaway from this habit is staying laser focused on your goals, creating valuable content, and focusing on connection with your dream clients. That's going to make you a lot more money and a lot happier than complaining about the algorithm. I had to give a little tough love here and on this episode, but you know that it's coming from a place of wanting you to thrive and feel freaking amazing doing it. Okay. So let's go through quickly. I want to just go through these habits real quick so you can remember. Number one, and these are things you can implement really quickly. Unfollow accounts that make you feel crappy. Number two, share social proof to turn followers into clients. Number three, consistently communicate your brand values and guest experience. And number four, focus on connection over perfection. Number five, examine your mindset and quit stressing about the algorithm. Thank you so much for joining me here today.
Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the Hairstylist Rising podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Be sure to check out our show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. And if you want to get in touch with me and let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like to see on the podcast, or just share your favorite episode, send me a DM over on Instagram, either at Hairstylist Rising or at It's Jody Brown. I am so excited to see you back here, same place, same time next week. And until then, I am Jody Brown. I am your host and I'm signing off now. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next week.